Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be exes liking your social media posts. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who broke up with his girlfriend who really was like somebody that was kind of on again, off again over the course of about 10 months. And he had, I guess apparently there was a guy that she worked with that he got very jealous of and accused her of being interested in this guy and it basically led to the her breaking up with him again and so after they broke up he noticed that she's continued to like and interact with his posts on, I think it was Facebook and Twitter and like one o'clock in the morning late at night one night he noticed that she sent like six texts in a row well he waited to respond the next day and it's obvious she was drunk drunk texting him so her responses back to him have kind of got him scratching his head thinking, what the fuck? So I got a quote that I wrote on this topic and then we're going to go through his email and decipher what it really means there. He also shares a text exchange that he had with her when he reached out to her so he can ask me to decipher it and what the hell it really means because he can't make heads or tails of it. So the quote that I wrote says, psychological studies have shown that people who constantly post on social media how great and fabulous their life is and how happy they are usually are just the opposite. You never really know what is going on in other people's heads and hearts. So the next time you feel depressed about your ex or other people who seem to be enjoying their lives when you are not, take it with a grain of salt because it is usually just BS and false advertising. When an ex continues liking and commenting on your social media posts after a breakup but doesn't address or message you directly, ignore them because they are just fishing to see if you respond. If an ex is really missing you, regrets a breakup and wants to see you, they will engage you directly in comments or in texts, emails, private messages, etc. So in other words, if somebody's just going along liking your posts and commenting or interacting with other people that are commenting, but they're not addressing you by name directly or they're not sending you private messages or texts, then just ignore all that bullshit. Because really what's going on is they're just fishing around. They're throwing that out there to see if you jump on it or it's like they're just fishing around to see what your interest is and what your situation might be. And when you don't do anything, it causes them to be a little bit bolder if they're interested in considering coming back. So with that in mind, let's go through his email. He says, Dear Coach, my girlfriend and I have been dating for 10 months, kind of on and off, but still pretty serious. Recently, I got insecure and accused her of having feelings for another guy she works with. The first time, she just got mad and disappointed and told me no. The second and third time she got very upset and was bawling on the phone telling me she didn't know if she wanted to be with me. Because you're basically communicating to her that you don't trust her. Now maybe there is a reason for you not to trust her. Maybe he's, she's doing something but if the reason that you're doing this really is because you're insecure or you see this other guy that she works with as being more attractive or he's more successful or he has more money than you and you feel inferior. And so, and she's nice and friendly to him and you don't like the fact that she's nice and friendly to him, well, that's really your own bullshit. But if there's something more there, that's why it's important to just be a detective and see what she does. Because at the end of the day, if somebody's going to cheat on you, there's not a fucking thing you can do about it. There's two kinds of people in this world. People that place a high value on loyalty and doing the right thing and there's other people that really don't give a fuck. 
They don't care who they screw up with or whose relationship they ruin or whose marriage that they ruin. All they care about is themselves. And cheaters tend to cheat on the people who they cheat with originally. And that's why it's just if you're looking, if having a long-term monogamous exclusive relationship, especially if you want to have kids and make sure the kids are yours, you don't get involved with those kinds of people. Those kinds of people are great to have an open relationship with, friends with benefits, sex playmate, that kind of relationship because they're just incapable of being and behaving and communicating in a way that's going to facilitate an exclusive relationship actually working. So he says, I tried reaching out to her the next day and she resisted so I gave her space for about two days at which point I sent her an apology. She replied with this, I really appreciate that you took the time to apologize to me, Bob. It's not his real name. He says, it means more, or she said in her response, it means more than you know. I really hate the things had to end this way between us, but it's just how it has to be right now. I don't think you're a monster at all, but I think that your fear of getting hurt was ultimately our downfall. On the same token, she also could have forgiven him. But if he was a pest about it, and if it wasn't just the dude at work, it was just other guys in general, or he was insecure in general, that's going to turn any woman off. Or she could have really not that been – I mean because you said it yourself. It's on again, off again. So obviously you've been doing more than – screwing things up by being jealous so there's probably other little things that you're doing and that's where the book that i've written can help you you can help self-diagnose because maybe she just at the time she really wasn't that into you and then when you again accused her of screwing around with this other guy or having feelings for this guy at work that gave her an excuse to say fuck it let's break up and therefore it's all your fault in other words to punish and make you feel even worse than you already do I would have never hurt you, Bob, as part of me was so happy when you said you loved me and you'd be the right man for me, but it was horrible timing. In other words, it sounds like you gave her this speech that you probably saw in a lot of movies where the guy gives her his pedigree and says, I'll be a great guy. She's like, oh, that sounds wonderful. Let's do it. Let's be in a relationship. Let's run off and get married. But it was horrible timing. So she calls it horrible timing for – you supposedly being the right man and in reality it's just she wasn't that into you. I wanted to spend my life with you, have your kids, come home to you every day. Then I spent a week trying to fall out of love with you and it made me sick to my stomach how much I hated the thought of losing you. So what this tells me is she's a little fucked up herself. She can't get past this one and she still cares about you but she's not willing to forgive you. She's going to keep punishing you and keeping you at arm's length at a distance because she can't deal with it. Now keep in mind, like I talk about in the book, is that whatever a woman's feeling when she's with you, that's what she's going to associate with being with you. And if more often than not, what she associates with being with you is negative, well, eventually the relationship just ain't going to last very long. But keep in mind, you got to have a woman who's willing to communicate and talk things out. Because women who don't communicate and talk things out, and I've dated a few of them in my life, it's just impossible. It'll it'll fucking never work. Because what happens is resentment builds within you because she's not opening up and talking to you. And resentment builds up in her because she won't ever talk about anything. She's just constantly getting more and more pissed off until she blows up at you and just ends the relationship. And then you just end up walking away from it, scratching your head going, what the fuck? But the reality is they didn't make it easy for you. 
people who are good communicators, they work things out. It's like at this point in my life, I used to have lots of people when I was younger. In my, I even have business partners that would get pissed off and accuse me of things instead of just sitting down and talking things out in a calm manner. I had friends that were like that. I even dated women that were like that when I was younger. And now it's like every single person that's in my life, we talk things out in a calm, mature, adult manner. And the people – when I encounter people that don't, it's like they just don't last in my life because I just – I don't have time for that bullshit. Say what you mean and mean what you say or get the fuck out of my life. It's a good policy to have because if you tolerate anybody that, that tends to create drama and, and you allow them to bring that into your life, then you, you, you participate in what you observe. And so if you allow this into your life, well, now you're participating in it. Have, making your life a drama-free zone is a great commitment to make to yourself, but you can't tolerate shit like that. And, and like I said, these two sentences here tell me that she's a little fucked up. She loves you. She cares, or she cares about. You. I would not say so much that she loves you, but it's not like she doesn't give a flying fuck about you, and you mean nothing to her. She still cares about you, but she's keeping you at arm's length because she doesn't believe it's going to work. Obviously, she could, she's also fearful that it's not going to work. So instead of talking and working things out, she's keeping you at arm's length, but yet she's still liking your Facebook posts. But then I pick myself up, and she says, but then I pick myself up and reminded myself that love sucks sometimes and there is nothing I could do about it. A part of me will always love you, Bob, always. And I hope you never forget that you will always hold a space in my heart. It's amazing how women say the fucking same shit when they're dumping you. It doesn't matter what country they're from. They all say the same shit. If we were meant to be, we'll find a way back to each other. But for now, we're just better off apart. Obviously, because her attraction level is low, there's probably a good chance maybe she's got her eye on another dude. And if she ends up going out with this other guy from work, that's why it's best to do nothing and just sit back and observe and see what she does. And then you'll get to see, you know, because especially if she starts dating this other guy from work, then you know that your spotty sense was tingling for a reason because she just wasn't trustworthy. But that's why you date people to begin with. I just found when relationships are like this for 10 months or just you know back and forth, on and off again, once the guy radically changes his behavior, if the other person's normal and somewhat healthy and they're a good communicator, you'll be able to work it out and things will be, be great. But if she's fucked up and just not able to communicate, then it'll never get any better because then it'll, you'll see it for what it is that she's creating just as many problems as you used to. I honestly wish nothing but the best for you, and I mean that. I didn't reply. He says, "Then I, I didn't reply and let things be since I thought at least some of it was a bit cheesy. We are still friends and follow each other on Twitter, and I couldn't help but notice she was liking my posts and photos and also tweeting some very deep stuff about missing me. That's why you do nothing about that. You let her tweet, oh, I miss so-and-so, or oh, I don't feel like I used to, I, the love of my life is no whatever she happens to be saying. She's not addressing you directly. She's just throwing her thoughts out there. It's like she's throwing a hook in the water and see if you grab onto it. Finally, about three days after the breakup, she messaged me one night with six messages in a row st- saying, I miss you, sorry, I'm a little drunk. Probably shouldn't say that. I'm sorry. Bye. He says, I didn't respond till the next morning and then the conversation went like this. And he says to her, are you okay? She replies back, yeah, I'm okay. Sorry, I was just a little drunk last night. Now what I would do 
in a situation like this, it was like, well, hey, it was nice hearing from you and I appreciate those sweet things you said even though you were drunk. Obviously, you said what was really on your mind. I'd love to see you and let's make dinner together. When are you free? And made a date. That's what I would have done. But he doesn't do that. Instead, he kind of goes around in circles and kind of a pointless conversation. She says, thanks for asking though. And then he says, no problem. And she says, how have you been? He says, I've been busy, you? And she says, same, just working all the time now. And then he says, I see you've been thinking about me lately, weirdo, LOL. She says, why do you think that, LOL? Oh, because of my text last night, my bad. And then he says, yeah, you are being weird, LOL, because I just know. And she says, well, I was drunk and, I, and don't act like you haven't been thinking about me, LOL. Anyway, sorry about that. I'll talk to you later. And she just kind of leaves the conversation there. It's like in a way, she's doing what she naturally felt like doing once she had a couple of drinks in her. But once she sobered up, she's like, no, no, wait, I don't know. Even though I have feelings for you, I have to stay away from you. And then he says, eh, maybe just a little bit. All right, see ya. And he says, and then he later sends her a text. Jessica, that was stupid of me to say, and it's not how I feel. If you miss me, it's cool. You don't need to hide it or feel bad about it. And then she says, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> Being vague. And she says, I do feel bad for saying it because I shouldn't. We said our goodbye and that's how it should be right now. And then he says, I just want to apologize for being sarcastic is all. And she says, that's okay. I wasn't offended. So he's apologizing for something because he's like, oh my god. Make a fucking date, dude. That's what I would have done. He says, I didn't respond after that but she continues to like my posts on Facebook and gives me subtle hints. I couldn't help but think that she was dropping hints in our brief conversation that she wanted me to say something meaningful. Again, just like I talk about in Seven Principles getting next back, make a fucking date. Assume the reason she's reaching out is she's missing you. Make a date. Make her come to you. She's the one that dumped you. Therefore, she's got to earn you back. I, I notice a lot of times when I talk to guys who are doing phone sets, you're like, yeah, I read that. That's Seven Principles getting next back. So why'd you go pick her up? Oh, well, you know, and they give me all kinds of excuses. And they go, they agree to meet her for lunch and nothing ever happens. And they wonder why it's going nowhere. It's like, I put it out there. It's you know black and white it's in a video and it's i mean if you're just going to ignore what i put out there what works and i've done countless videos with emails of guys that did it and it worked and then you do the opposite you basically continue doing what you were doing before which didn't get you the results you wanted and then you're scratching your head going i'm so confused i don't understand what's going on my question to you is in your experience do you think i should have stepped in and made a move asking her to hang out i would have immediately done that hey got your messages last night it's really sweet of you to say, you know, I miss you too and I'm thinking about you. I'd really love to see you. When are you free to get together and make dinner together at my place? If she gives you any BS and say, great, well, when you figure it out or when you decide where you're able to be or you decide what you want, get in touch and we'll talk then. And then you'll ask her out one more time when she reaches out to you after that. And then from that point forward, you'll just, hey, thanks a lot. Appreciate for saying that. Got to run. Keep in touch. You're just never going to invest any energy into it once you've asked her out twice. Now, she's got to do 100% of the calling, texting, and pursuing from now. When you're the one that gets dumped, the other person is the one that dumps you. They have to do 100% of the calling, texting, and pursuing because they're the one that fucked up. So therefore, if they regret it – because what basically happened in a breakup 
is they decided I don't want to make the effort anymore. I don't want to try. I want to communicate. I want to talk it out. I don't want to work it out. I just want to end it and I just want to run away or I just want to walk away. And that's what they do. And if you still want to work it out but they're unwilling, what can you do? Nothing. They're not willing to try. You're not there to kiss their ass or talk them into it. It's just that's what they want. Great. Call me if you change your mind. They're the ones that walked away. Therefore, they have to earn you back. You've got to perceive yourself as a catch and stop putting the other person on a pedestal and kissing their ass and chasing after them. And just because they called you once doesn't mean you start blowing up their phone every day. I had a guy I talked to the other day. Girl texted him after like a month after they broke up. She reached out to him one time. He talked for a while, didn't make a date. The next time she reached out, kind of went round and round and round in circles. He asked her out for a date. And then he starts calling her every day after that trying to get her to go out. It's like, it's like, dude, you went right back to the same behavior that got you rejected. Why on earth would you think it's – and plus she's, you've already tried it. You call her several days in a row and she says no and yet you're still calling her every other day going, well, how about tomorrow? How about the day after that? It's like, it's like you're making it difficult on yourself. It's like no self-respecting, self-loving human being, man or woman, is going to put up with that shit. They're going to say, I'm a catch. i got a lot to offer somebody. If you don't see the value in that, well, you know what? It's your loss because I'm going to find somebody who does see the value in that and somebody who will make the effort that you weren't willing to make. You don't get what you deserve in life. You only get what you negotiate. So he says, did I actually say too much and hurt my chances? You didn't help your chances. Let's put it that way. You just kind of went around in circles. You didn't get to the point. You didn't follow what I taught and seven principles getting next back. You didn't follow what I taught in the book. So you just kind of spun your wheels and didn't really get anywhere. Should I continue with your no contact? Absolutely. She dumped you. She blew you off. Therefore, she's got to earn you back, which I understand I slightly broke. If she does text me again, should I ignore that? No. Nowhere, anywhere in my work do I say that you just ignore a person's texts or phone calls. I know a lot of you guys are following other people that say ignore somebody for 30 days and then start replying. It's ridiculous. The whole reason for walking away and never looking back is so if they regret it, they reach out to you and they reach out to you. That's what you want. They're contacting you. It's their idea. So the chances when you ask them out when they do call you are really high that they're going to accept that because they contacted you. It was their, it was their idea. Review the article, Seven Principles Get an X Back and actually follow it and apply it and get to the point and stop dithering and hesitating and acting like a dog chasing its fucking tail because you get nowhere, dude. You're shooting yourself in the foot and you're making it a lot harder than it needs to be. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I shall talk to you soon.